want to welcome y'all back to the Socks and Sandals podcast where society, culture, history, and religion collide, and we unapologetically discuss our worldviews, and also we celebrate life. Today, we are celebrating the life and times of my man's and them, known as dude since, uh, how old was you when you first met me? 15, 16, Yeah, 10 plus years. Uh, my boy Kendall Staples, man. Say what's up to the people. Yeah, what up, what up, what up? Yeah. Hello, and we also have Uncle Paul sitting Uncle in with Paul, us. Uncle Paul, hey! hey. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, Tim? I see you, bruh. Um, Stick y'all, Stick y'all. Yeah, man. So, Hello, um, should we go back over to, to Kyrie? Mm-hmm. Man, um, Kyrie to the Celtics, Isaiah yeah. to Cleveland. Yeah. With a couple others. Who won, who, who won the trade? Man. Who won the trade? Man. I'm going to say Cleveland won that trade, bro, to be honest with you. Okay. I mean, Kyrie's going to get his shine. He's going to do what he want to do. But mm-hmm. Isaiah's not uh, – I think he's willing to play the role yeah. with, with LeBron. Yeah. Uh, we all know LeBron's king wherever he goes, just about. Right. Um. So I think he needed that role player amongst the couple others that he got. Mm-hmm. Um, Hello, baby. I think they back in contention. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. You good. You good. Get that smile in there. Swaggy. Hey, everybody. We need you to bring the people up, Paul. I mean, I'm, I'm bringing the people up. Y'all got to get right now. Hey. So, man, let's just hop into it, bro. Man, for sure. Um, man, you hit me up a couple of times about this, man. But I think now is, was a good time with our conversation that we've been having. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, man, like, tell me, tell the people, you know, initially. Like, why you wanted to come on, why you wanted to share your story at this point in time? Man, Man, well, honestly, um, I think probably about a few years ago, after I found out my uncles and them were in radio, um, Mm -hmm. and plus, you know, in high school, I was taking drama, theater. um, So I was like, man, I just always wanted to be on TV. Like, I just wanted to be able to have people see me, who I am, uh, you know, put myself out to the world. So Mm -hmm. I was just saying, you know, when we had Mike on here, uh, was it last week? Yeah. Um, and once I even found out you were doing your podcast, once I found out you were doing your podcast, I was probably like 20 episodes behind by then. Now you do. But uh, man, just listening to what you what you do and uh, you know how you just bring people on, what you talk about, especially you know me being around you, kind of having that mentor, big brother, fulfillment. Yeah. Um, I was like, why not go on the podcast and vibe with a man and talk to the people out there and let them know what I've been on, what I've been through. Mm-hmm. So maybe because I get a lot of questions like, you know, why don't you smile or. You know, uh, are you okay? You know what I mean? Like, it just, there's a lot of those questions that I'm willing to answer. Yeah. Um, I've been through a lot, so. Yeah. But anybody who knows me, since I was a little kid, I really, I really ain't smiled too much. Um, it's nothing personal to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I just haven't really found a lot to smile about, but I'm alive and well, so, I mean, still yeah. here. I got something to at least be proud about. Yeah, know? for sure, man. Yeah, man, I like it. You know, so. Like I was saying, met you when you was a teenager, man, and uh, was going you know, through it. Was going through it. I I didn't see you smile a lot either. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I like it. So uh, to to see where you're at now, coming up on 23 years, bro. Man, three like, weeks, 23 days, y'all. Hey, there we go. Product of '94. There uh-huh. we go. High Portland, five. Born and raised. Yeah. Shout out to my moms, Jerry Hart. Not all of it. Shout out, out here. Southern love. Salute. Hey, mama. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so yeah, man. So, I want you to, cause you you have a very dynamic story. You've been through a lot, yeah. um, but you've come out similar to Paul, man. Just to see that transformation, like y'all have come out on the positive side of things. And um, 
and I was telling Paul, like, man, I, I talk to people a lot and I, I mentor, you know, whatever, but mm-hmm. I see people's lives change a lot. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people don't see this. A lot mm-hmm. of people only see the negative side of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's how I wanted you to, to share. So I guess, man, start wherever you want to start. I mean, whether it's middle school or man, whatever. Um, middle school, I was cool. Um, yeah. Well, let's just start here, man. I was nine, man, um, around the winter time, which is usually the best time for me because, you know, all the food was being made around that time. So oh, yeah. going into the winter time, like November-ish time. Mm-hmm. I was nine years old, man, got diabetic, uh, got di- diagnosed as a diabetic type 1. Uh, my mom told me once, though, that they said I was type 2, but I guess my body converted. I'm not really sure how that happened. Mm-hmm. But type 1, man, it's, it's the worst. Uh, I was depressed for years at a time. Uh, it was the worst day of my life, really. Um, I just felt like by then, you know, I was going to be unaccepted because I couldn't do what the other kids did. Like, mm-hmm. couldn't drink a soda, couldn't, you know, eat candy or... Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Eat certain foods by then, and I was I wasn't considered overweight, um, but I was I mean I was a pretty big kid. Um, playing football had to be on the line, which I hated, by the way. Um, I was always big, so I don't know what you. Yeah, mean. no, I. <laughs> um, but I just felt irregular, like you know yeah. I wasn't I just I was unaccepted in the, by the world by now. You know I was going to be looked at as basically like a walking disease. You know what I mean? Mm. Not having like. Not, you know, talking about AIDS or STDs or nothing like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Just, man, you're a diabetic. You got to walk around with needles. I mean, I've had people look at me like, oh, you walk around with needles, so you must shoot up or, you know, those types of things. Because they just come with, come with diabetes, you know, you get skin issues and mm-hmm. you get the whole works. You know what I mean? So it was like, you know, even um, somebody in my family was like, man, I know you shoot up. You don't got to tell me because I've been through it. I was like, but you don't even know who I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know nothing about me. You ain't not asking me not nan question. All just you know ignorant. me is my name. Just ignorant about it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so from there, man, I took that head on. So for you, for a few years, um, I was just playing sports year round to kind of mask the pain that I had. Um, played baseball, played basketball all year round, all the time. Plus swimming, and plus you know I had to try to stay fit to kind of run around with my other my other cousins and those things because they were all fit. They mm-hmm. didn't have any issues um so i kind of use them as um what i want to say like workout partners basically okay. you know, they were always getting me out always running around mm-hmm. um so i started slimming down and so then people were like man like are you okay you're losing weight like what's going on i was like y'all gotta understand that being a diabetic is an everyday sickness yeah. you know what i'm saying like i'm sick constantly even if i seem or appear to be okay there's always something going on that nobody really knows about besides me and whoever else is working close enough with me, which would usually be my mom. Can I ask you something with that, though? Just from a person, just from an aspect of, I'm in here, just for an aspect of of help. Because there's situations like, I don't know about when you, when you talk about being diabetic and the skin disease and, you know, some of these, you know, obstacles that you've overcome. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think would have been effective for somebody to help with that? I think... At the time, or even now, it's just mm-hmm. support, really, just being here. Because I, now I can take care of it on my own. Yeah. Um, I mean, not completely. Like, I still have some stuff that I'm trying to process and figure out mm-hmm. to make myself better and not have to go through those extensive issues, mm-hmm. such as, you know, skin lesions at times and low blood pressure and, you know what I mean, those things. Um, when when I first got it, my mom was always around, mm-hmm. like... You know, hey, son, you got you got to do this if you want to stay alive and you want to do this and do that. 
So she always gave me something to look forward to. But now it's like she has her own thing. She still understands, you know, when I go through things, she's here to help mm-hmm. as much as she can. But, um, and she's living her life, you know, still, like I said, shout out to my mom. She's brought me a long way. Um, Love you, mom. It's, it's just like, I could only really ask for just even like verbal support. Verbal support. Okay. You know, hey man, I know you're going through this, but I'm here for you. You know, just stick to it. Keep yourself healthy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but I don't really hear a lot of that. Like, I have to tell myself that, you know, uh, the girl I'm seeing now, shout out to Bay. Um, <laughs> she, uh, <laughs> What's up, Bay? She be, um, Did Bay tap in, though? That's the question. Did she tap in? Is that know. the word? That's the new word, know. y'all. That's, that's the new word. That's the new word I learned. That's tap it. in. <laughs> hey. Hey. Tap in. Hey. I put them on. <laughs> um, oh, but um, it's people like her who are always constantly every day telling me positive things. Like, Amen. You can do whatever it is you put your mind to. And I know that for sure. I mean, a lot of people have told me that before, but I have personal doubt. Like, I'm mm-hmm. going through all this. It's going to stop me from doing this because I always heard stories about people who was, like, getting limbs chopped off, um, just, you know, dying off because of this disease. You know what I mean? So I was like, I don't see myself getting to 18. I was like, man. Wow. I'm too depressed. I'm wow. just, like, and mm-hmm. nobody really knows this. So I'm putting myself on the forefront. Man. Suicide came up on me a couple times. Wow. You know what I mean? To where I had to go to a psych ward for 10 days. They wouldn't let me out without, a, like, a life development plan. hmm And at the time, I was really against my mom because, like, Mom, you let, me, you let them put me in here. You know what I mean? But my mom was like, you really needed that. Like, you needed to sit down and really think about the things you can I do. I if, almost forgot about that. The things you can do if you just get past the I can'ts and the I won't and the, you know what I mean? Just that personal battle you know yeah, what i mean that personal conflict you know that spir- yeah. it was a really a spiritual battle too mm-hmm. i was like god like you really handed me this hand and it's the worst like why you know what i mean but now i was like this is just what makes me me and that I'm, I'm unique bro like i know this i know i share this disease with other people mm-hmm. but maybe they got a handle on it because i don't right now i don't mm-hmm. and so i go through so much you know what i mean and another thing is i feel like you know i could get past this if I just had a little help from my doctors, you know what I mean? Because I hear, I, hear, I hear a lot of, I don't know. Oh. From... And we're going to put you on this and see what happens. So how, how, is that, how does that process work out? Like right, right now, like how many appointments do you have? How many doctors are you seeing? Do you see a specialist? Like, Can't what even is that? tell you. I don't remember names. I, I got pill bottles just sitting at home. Whoa. Like. Because you, you don't have a dedicated doctor. I do now. But oh, I, I didn't do. have one for over a year because I was like I'm tired of going to a doctor's office mm. they just do nothing but talk at me like it's my fault like I messed up and it's like well y'all not giving me no real solutions you know what yeah. I mean like I'm out here on a trial and error hit and miss and then y'all be mad when I be in the hospital six months later or oh, a couple man. weeks later or a couple days later it's like I tried to tell y'all this is what's going on with me y'all not giving me no answers that's real though that's like because he you know he'll go to the hospital uh-huh. I call him like man what's going on he's just like I don't know, the doctor telling me this, the doctor telling me that. I'm just like, that don't sound right. You know what I mean? And he go back. It's the same thing. I'm just like, man, like, they don't really know what they're doing. And they continue or, or, to ask Or me, they just don't, it seemed like they didn't care. And they continue to ask me the same questions. Are you eating right? Do you yeah. smoke? Do you drink? I'm like, this has nothing to do with why I'm here right now. <laughs> like, that don't sound I, right. I, I'm healthy. Because they be going down, they just go down their list, right? But it's like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm healthy. Y'all do all the tests. Y'all know my body is... It's good, but we're not addressing why I'm really here, though. You know what I mean? I feel like they stick me in there for 
well, it's probably been the least amount of days I've been in it, like three, mm-hmm. like three days. Longest I've been in there was two weeks. I mean, yeah, two weeks when not when last when summer when I had my knee surgery, um, caught a staph infection. They had to go in and cut the bone out and some other things. Ooh. Uh, left me with 15 stitches. I probably did my own rehab for about close so, uh, to two months. Um, you know, just having to get up out of bed, do things on my own, walk, make sure I was walking all the time. And this is affecting you while on, so like with the diabetes, right? You have medication that you take already, right? That you're saying pill bottles yep. on top of pill bottles. Yep. So how so, do you- and they just, and they just gave me two more for, uh, blood pressure and then like, uh, when I get pain or to help me sleep because I don't really sleep. How many I can't do you, sleep at night. How many do you take right now? To like today, how many pills did you take today? About five. 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 Whoa. Yep. That's a regular basis every day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Plus plus shots. Plus shots. Yep. Ooh. Three times three times a day. Well, tell them tell them about the progression because there was a point in time in high school where you had to pump on your stomach. Yeah, man. The pump, well, the pump was a blessing because it was just, if I felt like I had a pager, I could just boop, boop, and... Boop, boop? Yeah, just press a couple buttons. Boop, boop? boop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. That's what it looked like. Yeah, yeah, for real. Um, a lot of people be like, you got a pager? Be like, nah, man, this is what's going to keep me alive. Uh-huh. So what was in um, there? Basically, uh, there was insulin, like, so I could pump, oh. up, I pump insulin out of this little tube, uh-huh. little, like, vial. Um, basically, you know, it's like a... Some plastic tubing, mm-hmm. but a, no, it's like I've a plastic before, needle no. that goes under my skin. Oh, okay. Um, which I can also detach from myself. So if I wanted to like get in water, it's yeah. waterproof. It still sticks to me. Whoa. Um, and even, but just with that, I, I didn't have to change it for you know two three days, and then I'd have to re reapply it. Okay. But I like that better because I mean it was always on me, but it has it. It had its cons because people were always talking about me. You know what I mean? I mean, everybody always got something to say. But, yeah, most definitely. Um. So and you're not able you your provider doesn't give that you give my you insurance that as an is option? not covering that right now. Oh, um, but to when, you that was the best option. Yeah, when I was in the shelter because I didn't have to carry around needles, I could yeah. keep all my stuff at home, and all I had was just this thing on my hip. You okay. Know? Um. But when I was in the shelter, uh, one of my bags had got stolen. I had all my medical stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Um. So that was a wrap on that. I went back to syringes for a little bit because I had to. Mm-hmm. Not because I wanted to, mm-hmm. um, but right now my insurance is not covering that, so I just have, in a way, I have needles to deal with still. Okay, so talk about. I want you to talk about that as well, man. Like your so, high school, mm-hmm. and then your transition from dealing with this, and then eventually, like being on the street. Like talk about that that transition, that part of your life. You know what I mean? Man. Mike Riggins said, "What's up? What up, so Mike? Mike? Salute." Um, man, that transition was really crazy because, um, in high school, man, you know, I, I asked to stay with you and I, I really salute you for letting me stay with you and catch my feet. Um, oh man, that's a praise. Hey, I'm hey. with it. My bad. Yeah, no, man, I stay, I stay with him for probably almost like a month or so. Almost. Hey man, um, that's what's up. And I, I really needed, I really needed that man because, um, no faults to like my dad or my oldest, my oldest brother, but, mm-hmm. They they not really around like I need them to be, you know. Like they're like my role models, not mentors. Um, I say they're my role models because there's things that they do that I watch from afar, Mm -hmm. which either allows me to say, "Hey, I'm gonna follow that," or I'm not. Mm -hmm. A mentor would be somebody who's you know there with you basically every step of the way. Yeah, Uh, they'll fail with you, they'll succeed with you, and you know, they in the mud with you. They help you surpass where you want to go. Got you. Um. But that transition, man, um, so basically, 
from there, so all through high school, I was just basically couch surfing. Um, stayed in my mom's car. There was nights I stayed outside. There mm. was days where I asked a friend to stay over, and then, you know, they say okay, but then I had to leave because, you know, their parents wasn't cool with it or whatever. Uh, carrying around bags with me. I mean, yeah, two duffel bags full of stuff, you know. Plus, <sighs> going to school with that type of stuff with me every day, I was like, this is not... It's not something I should be going through. And that was just, was it junior and senior, or just senior year? Junior, senior. I was actually a super senior, so junior, senior, super senior year. Okay. So uh, it was a minute, and then just in the shelter, bro, like, wasn't really trying to eat, because I was like, y'all, this food's nasty, oh, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but the transition, man, so the upside of that, just success, man. So last, so in August on the 1st, mm-hmm. marked my year of having my own apartment. Hey, baby, that's hey. what I'm talking about, huh? So got major, that, bro. Got that last so summer. Major. Um, God is good. Man, all the time. Um, And I, I just felt like the stuff I was going through, It was, I felt like it was going to just be an ever-ending thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like I was going to be stuck in this loop of not having this or not having the proper resources to get housing or... Um, more clothes because all my stuff was always getting stolen from whoever for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shout out to them. I hope they they're using it properly. Um, I'm not shouting out them. Sorry. <laughs> I'm shouting out the thieves. No, no I'm not. It's, no, it's, not it's, only, that. it's only that because it shows. It just shows that everything that I've gained since then mm-hmm. is more than what I lost. Hey man, I like that. Um, I like that. And 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 just staying in the church and having that support as well um, helped me along the way too. Um, Amari helped me tremendously. Uh, Shout out to Amari, Pastor O, Mount Olivet. Uh, Marcel and Montreal, they helped me a lot. <laughs> uh, the yeah, they let me stay. <laughs> hey, what's up with y'all? Um, hey. So, so um, one question I got for you when you were just saying that it was because uh, it went from a lot of I can't and I won't mm-hmm. and I don't mm-hmm. to I can and I will mm-hmm. and this is yes. this is real. Mm-hmm. So. What did that feel like? Or, what, like, can you tell me more about, like, what was that experience like? Man, um, it just, it's really life-changing, man, because um, when it comes to it, you know, a lot of people can blame people or things as a part of their downfall. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have to realize that it's a personal battle. You know okay. what I mean? Um, I just told myself, I'm my own opponent now. Mm. And as long as you can beat that negative person that's mm. in your life, which is me and how I feel... I can do anything. Oh, say um, that then. And also, I was talking to my mom, my grandma, man. Uh, real intellectual people. Gotta love them. Shout out to the elders. Um, Shout out. I came to them about um, just the mentality I was on. Mm-hmm. Um, wanting to get into the entrepreneurial life. Okay. Um, because I got I get tired of asking people for things. Because people don't come through sometimes. Uh, that's I been my it. experience. You know what I mean? Um, but it also feels good to be able to do it for yourself um, before asking for help. At least that's been the story for me. Um, I, t- I, w- I went to them and was just kind of like, I feel like I'm too smart to be stuck. Let's go. Let's um, go. With that, I was like, I put all my ideas on paper. Okay. Um, pieces of paper, I should say. Because every idea had its own piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And after that, um, you know how in school they'd have you draw a circle and put the subject in the middle yeah, and yeah, draw yeah. to a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I kind of did something like that, but they all had mm. bullet points on. It was like step by step breakdown, there mental breakdown mm-hmm. of how I was gonna get there. Mm. But the reason why I had more than one was because if that one don't work, then we're gonna move on to the next thing. Oh yeah. If that don't work, like I'm like A through Z way right now. Okay. Um, so with that being said, you know what I mean. Working, working two steady jobs, um, keeping my place afloat, keeping me afloat. Um, working at the Rose Quarter part time, then I have an internship, which is where my entrepreneurship comes in. Um, a year, full year of an internship, learning how to write. A business plan, there we um, go. what an IDA looks like. Right. Um, love you, bro. Kind of how I'm listening to you. I'm, how, I'm like, um, give me a hug, man. Uh, hey, man, love you, uh, bro. I'm sorry. Hey, y'all. Paul has to leave, guys. Y'all know I love you. I got a curfew. I'm still on paper. I, I'm gonna be honest. It's real in the streets. It's real. Mm-hmm. Hey, just make sure you don't yell at nobody. Tell them I'll make them say, uh, <laughs> when you're on your way home. <laughs> you know I am. You know I am. I, I'm not just saying I love you. Shout outs to you, man. You already know what's up. Mm. It's you. Okay. That's love. love For sure. That's real. For sure. I need to get myself with the car, though. Tell me about that. Oh, um, my car? Yeah, I, I got it. I don't know if it's unlocked or not. Oh, I thought it would. I don't think so. Hey, the key's in here. Okay. But, um, I think. Just to see where I'm going with it, um, so for a whole year, after a year, hopefully around this time. Next year, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'll, I'll get, I'll be granted nine thousand to start my own small business, whatever hey. that may look like. Nine right now, well, let's go. Yeah, man, nine k. Yeah, black one. Um, I have an option if I decide not to go the small business route. If I want to go to school, mm-hmm. I can just walk out with three thousand cash to put that towards school. Yeah, but um, there's no way I'm leaving six k on the table. Nah, no way. Take that money. I'm bro. gonna, um, you know. So right now, you know, I'm just getting paid to learn how to get paid. That's what. That's um, that's what's up, bro. What you been saying, like, I'm just sitting back, like, all I can do is smile, bro. Like, you sitting down, writing out your goals on paper. You not relying on nobody for nothing. Nothing. Because they're not going to get you where you want to go. Nope. And it's like, it's conversations that we had. Like, if I told you what you said, what you just said to me, if I told you that 18 months ago, it's one in one ear, out the other. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 18 months, two years, three years, like, you wasn't hearing it. Yeah, I, would, now I probably would have like, entertained the conversation. Nah. It wouldn't, I would have been like, yeah. So like, what, like, was there something that happened, bro? Like, because honestly, like, this type of talk from you, with all that you've been through, like, honestly, you had a reason to not even be optimistic. You know what? It's crazy, and I'm, I'm just going to be honest with this. Um, this mind frame came from our last relationship I was in. Okay. Um, because going through some of the stuff that we went through limit, felt like I was limited to what I was allowed to do. Like, Mm. I felt like I had to ask for permission. Mm. I had to take into account someone else's feelings for something that was going to benefit me, Mm. you know, first before it benefited both of us. Say that. Um, and I, I'm, I'm tired of just having to ask for the green light. Mm hmm. You know, like I want to be able to be in the driver. I want to be in the driver's seat myself mm-hmm. and just cruise and go where I want to go. Yeah. You know what I mean, um, if I make my mistakes, that's on me. When I succeed, that's on me. Yeah. With credit due to who was there. Right. You know what I mean. I never take credit from anybody that helped me along the way. Yeah, um, but it's that. just I got to a point where I was like, I'm gonna hop out of this relationship and 
you know, yeah, there's some pain and, and whatnot involved, but I got to do what I got to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but also, you know, on, on another side is when you have a partner you with, you know, all the everything that's involved is down the middle. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It takes two. Yeah. When it gets down to one, then you got to really realize how can I start doing things for myself that that person or other people aren't willing to do for me anymore. That's right. That's how I felt like with my mom. I mean, she still helps, but it's only to an extent mm-hmm. where it's like, all right, I still got to make these moves to make sure that I'm straight. Right. Like, I don't ask my mom for nothing unless I really need it. Like, she knows if I really need it or not. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, I might be like, mom, I need like 50 bucks till Friday just so I can pay my bill real quick. You know what I mean? Because payment's late. Right. Whatever. Mm -hmm. It happens. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But one day I want to get to that point where it's like, mom, what you need? Like, I got that. Yeah, that's what it is. Even with my dad, like, what you need? I got that. Reason why is because they always gave me everything, the tools that I needed to get to where I'm at right now. Mm -hmm. So, um, and, and, you know, a few friends along the way too, but... I'm just tired of being stuck. That's really just the main thing. Yeah. Um, going through everything that I'm going through, it's not going to take care of itself. So just got to go after it. And looking at, you know, my mom, my dad, my grandma, my auntie, uncles, mm-hmm. they all work. You know, my doctors are like, oh, why don't you just start collecting disability? <laughs> I just want you to take the easy way out, huh? Yeah. It's like, like I'm, I have a disability, but I'm not disabled. Right. You know what I mean? Like, my feet work perfectly fine. My hands work perfectly fine. I have a brain. I got eyes. Yeah. You know, might have to wear glasses, but I can see. I can bro, see. Bro, man, you, you inspiration, bro. Like, real talk. Like, but people don't know your story. So I'm glad you're on here, man. But, like, I've seen, like I, like I said, I've seen everything, bro. bro. It's a book. It's a few books. <laughs> I've seen everything. So, for you to get to this point, still you're still 22 you're only 22 for the next three weeks but like you you get it now and yeah. but that's the thing like I, i've seen you go through like relationships man jobs man your health up and down all of it roller coaster it was like it wasn't that you couldn't keep a job because you wasn't a hard worker you wouldn't right. do what you did your health just didn't permit it right but man you doing it, bro. Like, you got your spot. You got your apartment. Yeah. For years straight. Yeah. And it's going to keep going until you say otherwise, right? Man, right. That's it. Yeah. And I got a lot of opportunities coming my way, man. Um, working with Mike, too. Um, Mike Riggs. Come- shout out to Mike. Is he still mm-hmm. on? DJ Riga. Yeah. Um, trying to make some moves with him, man. Just really trying to expand my horizon. Uh trying to get into some photography and videography you know Mm -hmm. what i mean um just different ways to express myself but get paid for doing it and just doing what i love and you know support people who are out there that could use my services Mm -hmm. um shout out to my little brother man because uh when he was like six i want to say six he was like i want to be like you like I think I was only like 12, 13. I almost cried, bro. I was mm-hmm. like, me? Why? Like, I'm going through all this. You know, like, I was a trouble kid through high school, um, mainly just because I didn't have a full home. You know what I mean? Mom and dad wasn't both in the same place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I looked at my friends like, man, y'all, y'all ain't got nothing to worry about. Y'all got a full house. Y'all got little brothers, sisters at home. I didn't have none of that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was looking for that in different places. You know, all my friends, I started giving titles like, 
hey, you my sister, you my brother, you know what I mean? That's my cousin type of thing to mm-hmm. fill those voids. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still have those people around, but just having those few positive people around, man, and um, everybody that supports you in your corner takes you a long way. So yeah. I rode my boat and rode my boat, and here I am. Man, you're doing it, bro. So what would you say, like, to other people that, you know, y'all might have have family members that have type 1 diabetes or type 2, whatever, you know, that's just struggling with that, like, what would you tell them, you know, how to help out that person? Man, don't, honestly, don't be so quick to trust a person that's in a white coat, man. Do your research. Mm. Do your homework. Um, let the insurance and the doctor be the last option um, because... They may be right in some areas, but mm-hmm. there's some things that I'm sure that they're unsure of. So for you, for your experience, like what is something that a doctor maybe told you one thing, but then you found out this works for me instead? Um, man, really just um, at one point, a doctor was just like, um, you know, like basically don't change your diet which was kind of weird mm-hmm. he's like just keep eating the way you eating because I, I had a problem gaining weight mm-hmm. so he's like don't just keep eating the way you eating but like that became a problem because now like i have stomach issues like eating food isn't isn't like i don't know how to say it like it's, it's like like not that it's not enjoyable but mm-hmm. it's like i'm afraid to eat sometimes because it's like you know how your stomach. body's gonna right react. yeah so um just from that you know i was eating just just as I was being toxic to my body, just eating whatever I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, you know, just doing my research, like, what should a diabetic be eating? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've switched up everything. I don't, I'll probably eat candy, like, once a month. Mm-hmm. I drink a soda here and there. You know what I mean? But even for a can of soda, like, a little eight-ounce can of soda, mm-hmm. I'm drinking, like, three bottles of water. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just to balance it out. So I've had to really do some homework that, you know, some stuff that they weren't willing to tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause to me, man, doctors are always want to do what they can to make a little extra. Yeah, you know, keeping the they getting paid off the pills that they give you. Oh, they getting paid every every night that you're in the hospital too. That too, you know. I mean, procedures and all, man. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I've I've been through quite a bit when it comes, you know, to procedures and appointments and doctors and their knowledge and versus my knowledge and people who actually stay at home and look up these types of things or even people that's been going through it and have control on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've been to numerous amounts of diabetic camps that I went to Mm -hmm. for years at a time. Um, So for me, I just really had to get over the whole I'm different type of thing Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to being a diabetic. Mm -hmm. Um, Because now I just have to be forthcoming with it, especially with employers, because I'm not willing to lose my job Right. when something like that happens. So do you have protection for that? I haven't recently. No, mm-hmm. the last couple jobs, I haven't. They just just let, let you me go. go. Yeah, um, and I I know ten jobs are you know they're they're willing to do that because like it's contract and they mm-hmm. can do whatever they want. But um, a couple, the last couple different companies were like, eh, well, it's not really our problem. So yeah, let them go. It's cold. I mean, good good solid companies, but. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would express how much I wanted to be there even after having to miss a couple of days. And they're mm-hmm. like, well, we have your last check here, so. Man. Well, man, talk about, uh, so, you, you know, you're going through all these things and, and you having to deal with this mentally mm-hmm. um, and just with the ups and downs. But talk about spiritually, like how, how that helped you overcome all your trials and tribulations. 
Man, um, I think every day I just have to tell myself, God gave you another day, so what you gonna do with it? Mm-hmm. Um, I just, it's really just me and God, man. It's it's a whole it's a whole lot to unpack, but just being here today mm-hmm. is enough. Like, He's giving me more time to do more than I did yesterday. That's real, you know. Um, you know, say for instance, I met one person yesterday, didn't know him from anything, mm-hmm. just, Hey, what's up? My name is, your name is type of thing. And today met three people. That's two more people than yesterday mm-hmm. who could use someone like me, whether they know it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to, to just give them a smile or a handshake. Never know what that can do for people, man. It goes a long way. I mean, small gestures. You know what I mean? Like if a if the elderly woman drops a piece of paper, pick it up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like so. Um, especially like I said, you know, having that disconnection from my dad too as well. Um, that kind of hits on me spiritually too because my dad's older, mm-hmm. and um, he's gonna start needing more help and stuff. You know what I mean? Um, and and just not having the best relationship. You know, I don't want to have that on my heart when he passes. Like, oh, I wasn't there. You know, mm. so um, spiritually, man, just always trying to make that progress. Uh, being in the church with the youth, especially, mm-hmm. uh, man, they've helped me keep going too because it's like I know my youth kind of count on me to be there, be you know that humorous guy or um, just someone to give them that little bit of knowledge that I got from the years that I've been here. Um, just being able to get my message wherever that goes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Whether it's one ear out the other or they really take something from it, at least it's there. You know? Can't take a horse to water and make it drink. You know what I mean? So. I feel that. And if anybody on live, if y'all got any questions, you know what I mean? What up, Speed? Say salute. Shout what up, out. Speedy? Yeah, man. Y'all got any questions for uh, for Kendall, man? Go ahead and shoot it. Um, but yeah, man. Um, so, so for people that don't know you, mm-hmm. um, and that and people that like you said they just seen you not smiling, whatever. Mm-hmm. I know you addressed it a little bit earlier, but like at this point in time, moving forward, what do you want them to know about you that um, they don't that they just didn't perceive correctly? Well, truly, I I don't smile a lot. Um, honestly, because it's just my face. I, I don't. It's not that I don't have nothing to smile about. <laughs> no, seriously. Like my dad has that strong facial expression. Like uh, he doesn't smile. He always looks upset. It's just your face. But there's times where, like, I'm actually, like, I can really be happy and mm-hmm. just not be smiling. Mm-hmm. But I express my happiness and my smiles where I see where I see fit. Yeah. Um, like if we crack a joke, mm-hmm. there's there's gonna be a smile. I'm gonna laugh. I would hope so. Um. You could or, not or smile. If, I, if, I, if there's a memory made that I that I see, you know, over and over that gave me joy, mm-hmm. I'm gonna smile at it. Um, but I don't want people to think that I'm not happy, because mm-hmm. everybody has their ways of expressing their happiness, and mine just happens to come out when I want it to. I, I don't know how else to really put that. Um, but I'm very approachable, uh, very, you know, if anybody ever wants to have a conversation with me, you'll find out I'm, I'm very intellectual. I know quite a bit, um, at least from the chunks of knowledge that I've gotten from other people and have, um, you know, collected over the years. Um, 
and, and just I'm I'm real down to earth. I'm humble, man. Um, like I said, I give its credit where it's due, and yeah. I, you know, I really, I care for people, man. I got a big heart because people caring for me, I thought was hard to come by, mm-hmm. um, because I thought I was that burden to people asking for help. Mm-hmm. Um, some people saw it that way. Some people didn't. You know what I mean? And for the people who didn't, man, I, I show a lot of love. I have a huge amount of respect for them. Um, you know, and it's just building those relationships is key. Um, and people really find that out once if they don't yeah. make relationships. I could definitely attest to you having a big heart, man. And just like, even I, I can think of times like even when you really didn't have it. And I know you didn't have it. You'd be like, hey, man, I miss Elijah's birthday party. I want to get him some. I'm like, Kendall, man, you ain't got it, man. Like, why are you trying to? Why <laughs> I mean, are you trying to get him a gift, right there, though, man? I know, like, man. But you was you you know he's always thinking about him or Riley or just yeah, man. So I know that if you had it, you would give it. Even when you don't got it, I know he was always willing to. Because even right now, man, like I got roommates. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For me, even in my mind, I still feel like I don't have enough to be sharing with someone. Mm-hmm. Who was now that I realized though, but they've won, they're now at once where I was, you know. But it's, so to me, it's like I don't have it, but I got it, so I'm gonna give it to you. Yeah, you know, it's it's like a hand up, not a handout. Mm. You know, I'm gonna give you this much amount of time to get on your feet. What you do with that time is up to you. But here's somewhere to stay. You can lay your head here. You can eat. You can shower. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're gonna have somebody over, just ask. Type of thing. You know what I mean? So and, but when I was staying with people, I didn't get that privilege. Hey, you just live here. You, you eat. <laughs> they weren't that, that gracious, huh? And when you get up, when we get up, you leave with us. You know, type of thing. So, mm-hmm. I'm I'm just glad I've been given what I've been given, and I'm able to share it with people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even, even if something happens along the way, things happen. Yeah. You know. Um, even when I got it, I've never been to, been the one to turn anybody away from what I got. So, mm-hmm. you know, even if a homeless person was like, "Hey, man, honestly, I'm trying to get a dollar for a beer," it's like, I mean, that's what you want to do. That's what you need. Go ahead. I feel it. I can't say I would go that far, but but that's you know, that's your heart, man. Sometimes I just, I mean, it's it's not. I, even if it's like something I don't support, because yeah. I don't, you know, I don't drink beer, but I feel like that's might be something that's keeping them. I don't know, just up, I guess, you know, like, mm-hmm. they're keeping up by doing this or doing that. Yeah. So, it's like, hey, man, that makes you happy. Cool. I feel it. Not gonna knock you for that. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Well, yeah, man. Uh, anything else you want to share with the people? Or we got any questions? Let me see. I'm super proud of you, bro. Come on, way. Appreciate you, Mike. For sure, Mike. Hey, we gonna, we gonna tap in. Gonna be on your podcast next. Hey man, yeah, it's going down, man. Everybody support my boy Mike Riggins, the Zone Podcast on SoundCloud Sports Podcast. It's going down. When, when you gonna be on there? Man, I ain't got an official date yet, but okay, uh, Mike, we need, at, we need a date. Like, looking ASAP, at probably, right? um, I know he told me he's getting the rest of the stuff together. Okay. Um, I still got a little bit of homework to do on the guests that we haven't come on to. Okay. So, okay. Um, I'll be co-hosting on that. Mm. Um, doing big things out here. Okay, I see. Um. Oh, if y'all not doing nothing on the twenty fourth, stop by on MLK and uh, MLK and Beach. Okay, having a block party, food carts, drinks, little thing. MLK and Beach is that where um, 
Is that where Catfish Corner and all this yep. stuff was at? Okay. Yep. We're doing a block party okay. on the 24th. Come out and get some catfish, man. That catfish is fire. on point. Fire. Hey, and they Corner added new stuff to the menu, too. I ain't going to leak it. They but. got Hannah's out, out there. Alan's Shout doing his thing over there. Yep. Yep. Snow uh snow cones and all oh, that. The snowball. Oh, yep. that. Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh and and uh y'all get to probably see a premiere of my food cart open up too, so come check that out. Come support. Hold on, bro. What you Munchies. What you cooking up, bro? Oh, uh, we're gonna do some burgers, you know what I mean? Okay. Some some couple some po' boys. Our version of that. Okay. Um, what's it called? Food cart called? Munchies. 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 I like that. I Munchies. like that. Um we're gonna do that, man. We're gonna have some fried pickles on deck. Mm. Um, some salad. People who like to eat years. healthy. Okay. Um, some healthy options. Little, you know, parfaits, balance. fruit bowls, little bit say, of they junk. They don't, of... they don't sound like it's conducive to your diet, my brother. Oh man. <laughs> we got, got, we're gonna do that veggie option too. So come out and get you some. Come out and get you some. We got Thai food on a lot as well. Mm. Mexican food. We got a barbecue joint right next to us if you like that southern hospitality. Everything. Um. So come check it out. Uh, 4 p.m. 24th. Come through. What day is that? I think that's Friday. Is that Friday? That's this Friday. Yep. It's okay. Friday. Okay. 4 p.m. till when? Till. Till y'all run out of food, huh? Probably till like 9. Okay. 9, 9 10. That's what's up. We'll be out there having a good time, got some music on deck and whatnot. So, Hello, baby. come enjoy yourself on the K, man. That's what's up, man. Are you catch that eclipse? I did, man. I had my Hello, eclipse baby. glasses on. Yeah, you was ready, huh? I was in there. Bro, why'd it get so cold? I don't know, man, but I had shorts on at the time. So it was, was cold, bro. It was at work. But I had my outside. thick wool socks on, so I was cool. Oh, you sure? Yeah. yeah. Hoop swag. Bro, people drop thousands of dollars to come Hello, here baby. and watch that. Like, they came from all around the world, bro. Paid like $500 I mean, a night. It was outside, like, hours before. Yeah. Ready. Yeah, it wasn't that action packed, bro. No, bro, it wasn't, but it was crazy for me to see because I never paid attention in science, so. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was the best I was like, science yo, field trip. That's <laughs> legit right there. No, that was dope. I like how they how they could just it was crazy how they could like time it perfectly. So y'all can time this that happen once every five hundred years, but you can can tell me what the weather is gonna be tomorrow. You know what I mean? Or if the bus is coming. Or if the bus is coming. <laughs> that's real. You know what I mean? <laughs> Craziness. The no. madness. Madness and PDX, man, but I love my city, man. I always keep my city on my back wherever I go, um, amongst uh, the other places that I'm connected to, like yeah. family, um, mostly southern region. Mm -hmm. Got a little bit out there on the east coast. Okay. Shout out to the east coast family, man. Love y'all. Miss y'all for sure. Um, shout out to my gram. Hello, baby. Down the street, port holding it down. Okay. In the booth. Any other last shout outs before we take Hello, off? Baby. Nah, man. Shout outs to you, man, for having me on here too. Oh, my doubt, man. My doubt. And all your love and support over the Hello, years. Man. Already, bro. It's nothing. It's nothing. And uh, yeah, man, appreciate y'all for joining live. If y'all on SoundCloud right now, listening in your car, on your way to work, Hello, on your way home, appreciate you. Till next time, rest in peace. Love y'all.